This is Talking Business. I'm joined now by Trent Innes, who's the Managing Director for uh, Australia and New Zealand, or just Australia? No, just Australia. Australia and Asia. Australia and Asia of Australia zero. and Asia, but not New Zealand. Zero, the uh, accounting software firm, which has been carrying all before it. Oh, uh, thank you so much for having me on the show, Alan. It's great to meet you. It's great to have you, Trent. So um, thanks for coming. Now, at, uh, two years ago, you won Managing Director of the Year. I did, yeah, back in 2017. So, it must I'm have sure been a, a lot of our listeners want to know how you do that. What? Uh, well, what? I think it must have been a pretty low bar that year, to be honest. But uh, no, look, I think it was a... Uh, you know, I think a couple of things. I mean, you know, very fortunate. You know, Zero's got a you know, really strong brand name out, out out there in the marketplace at the moment. But I also think we've done things a little bit differently in the sense that you know we've been really focused on on a people and culture first uh, in, environment. And a lot of people talk about that as something we've really in, invested heavily in. And we also have you know what we call our sort of inside out culture. And I think our customers can see that come out as well. So what do you mean by inside out? So it's about making sure that people can see who we really are behind it, not hiding behind that corporate veil, but actually you know in all our correspondence and, you know, and even the way we talk to people through things like, you know, customer experience, they they get to see the true us. And it's something we've been really passionate about, making sure that we, you know, everyone gets to see who we truly one thing are. I, one thing I read about you is that you, um, uh, you make everyone wash their own coffee cups. So, yes. Uh, and I, uh, but that, I mean, no, that uh, seems to me a, a part or it seems to be an important part of the culture that you that you try to impose on a business. Well, that was something that definitely went went, went a little bit more viral than I than, than I expected it to, and uh, it was just a mixed mixed reaction. But look, at the end of the day, what I was really saying was, you know, whilst skills, knowledge, and experience are all super important when, you, when when you're hiring people, having a culture internally where people take ownership is really important, especially in a scale up environment when the when the organisation is scaling. You know, everybody needs to do everything, and uh, it's making sure if you can, if you can try and identify that on the way through, it's really important to the business. Yeah. So when do you think zero stops scaling and, uh, and says you sit back and go, okay, we're there now? No, there's a long, long, long way to go. So if you look at the core business, which is, you know, cloud accounting for small business, you know, Australia and New Zealand have got quite high penetration rates, but globally, there's a long, long way to go. And we're, we're you know, very fortunate. We've now got customers in over 180 countries around the world. So there's a lot of upside in, in, in those countries. We've got physical presence in the likes of the UK, the US, you know, we're now in, in Asia, which I spoke about a little bit before, you know, in, in Singapore and Hong Kong. But all these countries have very low penetration rates of, of accounting and uh, cloud accounting. And one of the great things about uh, accounting is that a debit is a debit and a credit is a credit anywhere around the world. There's some you know, localizations that you need to do, but the f- there's more the same than there is different. Yeah, there's a lot of localizations. I mean, you've, you know, all those 180 countries have their own rules, right? So it's got to be a bit different in every place. Yeah, they, they, they do, but we quite often, you know, we've got a thriving ecosystem around the outside of zero as well. I mean, one of the things from the very beginning was the founder had a, had a concept of an open ecosystem, a bit like you know, the Apple App Store type concept. And there's over 50,000 developers registered around the outside of Zero now that have built over 700 apps. So, so quite often we'll partner with somebody in some of those countries and they'll, they'll do that sort of last line for us. So they might do the taxation piece or you know, the compliance piece that needs to be done. Is your business plan or the company's business plan based on the, on the, on the idea that it might end up being winner takes all or, or not and that you're, that you're going to be in competition, ongoing long-term competition with, uh, with MIOB and perhaps others? Look, it, it, it depends on the on the geographical region. So it does vary heavily by by geography. So if I look up in Asia, you know the biggest uh, competitor in Asia is, is still spreadsheets. 
And so, you know, we, we, we're competing against the spreadsheet up there. Uh, if, if you look in Australia, there's a lot of desktop providers here as well. But, you know, the, the other competitor you mentioned before, they, they only operate in Australia and New Zealand, whereas, you know, we've always taken a, a global lens to it. And then there's different competitors in each other market around the world. So what we tend to find, though, is there's so much uptake just purely from people coming either off spreadsheets or old desktop software or off pen and paper. There's amazingly how many small businesses out there are still operating on pen and paper. You would, you would think that you... You would find that competition relatively easy to to take over, like individual spreadsheets and pen and paper. Yeah, there's a big trend playing around the world as well with government. So governments are digitising services, you know, all over the place at the moment. It's been in Australia. We've recently seen uh, you know single touch payroll, you know, um, come down to small businesses, and that's been uh, that's that's been fantastic, you know, for us, but also for small businesses to try and take some of that friction out between you know what they do on a day to day basis and getting that information um, a- a- across to government. But we're seeing more and more digitisation of these services all around the world, and uh, it's kind of fast moving from a you know sort of a nice to have to, to almost to a have to have in some of these countries. You also must know a lot about. What's going on with small business? Um, what are you learning lately about how small business in Australia is going? Yes, look, one of the things we launched a, a couple of years ago, we're now fortunate enough to have you know over 726,000 small business subscribers on the platform in Australia alone. So and there's over 1.8 around the world. But if I look at this Australia, historically, um, there's been a lot of rhetoric about small business, but and people haven't really known what's going on. There's there's been things like you know the, the ABS surveys that come out, but you know they're quite out of date and quite small sample sets. So one of the things we launched a couple of years ago was a thing called Zero Small Business Insights, which is basically taking an anonymous aggregated view of the data across our platform and looking to see what insights we can we can see on that and see, you know. What we really were hoping to get off the back of it was you know, trying to inform the likes of government and big business so they can make better investments in, in into small business and not just rely on a on hearsay and uh, and and sort of the loudest constituent in their in, in their electorate. And uh, yeah, some of these we've seen have been have been fascinating. You know, um, for a long time now, I think we've sort of known that uh, you know one of the biggest failures for small business is running out of cash. So unfortunately. You know, forty-nine percent of all small businesses in Australia fail in the first five years, and most of that's actually because they run out of cash. That's 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 the biggest reason. And even looking at the data, it showed us things like you know we can actually see how many businesses are cash flow positive. You know, we can see how long it's taking for them to get paid on average. Uh, we look at that by things like industry. We can also look at you know uh, employment growth as well. So you know how how fast are they growing? You know full-time, part-time, casual, and, and, and on it goes. We've been doing some really specialist reports around those areas as well. So how, how big a problem is late payment for a small business? So late payments is actually a major, major problem for, 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 for small business. And we did, some, uh, we did some study on this recently and found that just over half of all payments on trade credit from big business to small business are late. So on average, they're late by 23 days and 53% of them are late. That's appalling. I mean, what can be done about that? This is, I mean, this is shocking that big businesses do that. Yeah, I think there's a whole host of reasons. So I think, look, there is a bit of a systemic problem that, you know, there are some cultural things that actually why people are paying them late. But in addition to that, there's a whole lot of things that small businesses can actually do to help themselves as well. So, you know, sometimes- yeah, like what, what could they do? Well, for a couple of things. So we know, for an example, if somebody actually puts out, sends in an invoice electronically and actually puts um, online payment services attached to that invoice, they get paid exponentially faster than they do if they send it out an old manual invoice. So if they can make it easier for big business to pay them. Um, that's one way. We're also seeing you know, some pretty good support coming down from the government as well around uh, the payment times register as well, which is voluntary at the moment, but we are seeing good support from the government. I know the you know, Minister Cash is very strongly behind this at the moment. So are you saying that a lot of the late payment is because the invoice goes out without banking details on it? 
Oh, no, not, not, not banking details per se, but the way they actually pay. So for, sometimes for a big business to process this is not always easy. And so small businesses can do some things to help themselves as well. So because there'd be a, a huge stimulus for small business and employment. If yeah. if there was you know if if big businesses paid on time yeah so we we actually did a, a great study on this recently with a, with an economist firm that we do some work with called Alpha, Alpha Beta and the, the number they put on it was 115 billion dollars a year of outstanding debt from big business to small business and if they actually just paid on time that would actually move seven billion dollars of working capital down from big business to small business which is a massive stimulus. Huge. Yeah, massive stimulus. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. You know, that's the sort of thing you'd expect. So, um, yeah, well, I suppose there's nothing to be done about that. I mean, uh, unless the small businesses – can you do anything at zero to, to help? I think the biggest thing that we can actually do is uh, actually provide some insights into what's actually happening, and that's something you know we're obviously, we're obviously doing at the moment. We'll continue to run reports. So this is something we're really we're really passionate about. But how can we actually help you know small business unlock capital? Because we know it also flows downstream. So. If a small business is getting paid late, they then pay late themselves because they haven't got many other options, and they actually um, they grow slower as well. So we actually looked at the growth rate of small businesses that get paid late compared to those that don't, and the ones that get paid late actually grow up to a third slower than um, than those yeah, I guess that get paid on time. Not all that surprising. It's, it, it? it's not, but I don't think we've ever been able to quantify it before. And so now we can actually quantify this and actually put real numbers behind Any it. Any other insights that you've been getting? Oh, I mean, there's, there's, there's lots of things. We talked about, uh, we did a, a study last year as well that looked at uh, digitization and we looked at uh, small businesses that were in um, mature NBN regions compared to small businesses were in non-mature NBN regions to see if they actually grew employment faster and if they, if they actually grew faster from a revenue perspective. Oh, yeah. And they did. And right. so uh, we actually looked at that through a few different areas. So we are able to run some of these sort of fascinating reports and give some of these insights. You tell the NBN that they'll use it to spruik their own. Well, they, they did. They did at the time. They did. They did that oh, one well, last year. They did. They were there. They, 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 they were pretty happy with that report. But it was just a great example of using two separate data sets and be able to put them together and actually say. How, and it was bigger than the NBN. Really, it was more about just showing how important you know digitisation is and how important it is to be digitally connected to a fast, fast, fast broadband. Yeah. Um, and what about Zero itself? Um, obviously, just growing, uh, continuing to grow globally. That's the that's the plan. There's a couple of different things. So obviously, we're looking to continue to expand globally, and that's you know, it's a significant opportunity there as well. But it's also about adding more value to the platform over, over time as well. So, you know, we've been doing a lot in the employee space now. So we've actually got uh, – so we've done a lot from around payroll. Um, we've got some additional things around expense management and so on as well now. So we're actually looking to expand some of the opportunity on top of the platform as well for our customers. Yeah. Well, it's been great talking to you. Trent, thanks very much for coming in. Mate, fantastic talking to you as well. Lovely to meet you. I'll be talking to Trent Innes, who's the Managing Director for Australia and Asia – of zero.